director that just hires men. And it's like, I mean, you could put that in the disclaimer. <laughs> like, I asked females; they were busy. <laughs> they, I, I swear, I swear, I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Hey, uh, do you know the opening by heart? No. All right. <laughs> we should. Why doesn't Kenny put that in a document? That's fair, Kenny. Can you put that in a document? Can you put that in a document? Um, uh, what, are we recording? Yeah, we're. we're oh, tight. Le- levels are good. Levels oh, are good. Oh, tight. Uh, uh, welcome to Shame Watch. It's um, I'm doing this off book. Uh, welcome to Shame Watch. A deep dive into those things that bring you shame, but that we love to like. Why not? We're t- we're keeping it. Yeah, we're, that that I, works. I don't know. We don't. I, we, we're no. We're not off book, guys. We just. We just. <laughs> Rebranded. Give I, us a comp- slack. Yeah. Okay. And it's just two of us today. Yeah. Uh, wait. Where's Kenny? Where is Kenny? Uh, he is. Uh, there's a documentary about Star Trek, I think, or something oh, like that going that on tonight. Sense. It's we we Let's record talk. on Monday. So yeah, Kenny can have a day off. We, yeah. We, we've had days off. So don't. Absolutely. There better not be any. Well, actually, yeah. Please comment. Yeah. No. So please comment. Yeah. We appreciate comments. So yeah, we if you want to comment, uh, yeah, but by, by all means, and and ask where Kenny's at, so yeah, that way yeah. we can get to it. Uh, tweet him at. My magic lesson. lesson. Yeah. Uh, and go to kmassonescool.com. He's also uh, on Letterboxd. That's where he's probably most active. Mm-hmm. Comment on all of his reviews. Yeah. It, uh, let, if you haven't done Letterboxd, it's fun. It is fun. It's I started fun. doing it. And uh, I reviewed this movie. Oh. Uh, oh. What, what movie? Uh, you know, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, man. Yeah. What yeah. a movie. Dude, it's so delightful. It is great. I love it. Uh, can you look up a review yes, for it? Yes, I actually have one saved because it made me uh, sad. Uh, I love you, Aaron. That's perfect. So, um, if you're not familiar, it's a 2002 My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, technically an independent. It is an independent really? film. Yeah, there's no... It's not Warner Brothers. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a... They're that, small cats. Dude, it's so, like... It doesn't feel like an indie movie. No. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't... I mean, it also doesn't feel Hollywood, but, like... Indie movies have that very like you can smell feel. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're trying to say something, which yes, you should say something yeah. with art. I agree. Um, I don't know. I, and honestly, I prefer indie movies. Oh yeah, like without a doubt. And this one, like you said, it doesn't feel like it, but it doesn't feel like it's big and glamorous either. They were just right. very smart yeah. with their shots. Oh, it was so good. Like I bet they're so effective. Oh yeah, and the, when you when we get to the budget, there's a lot to talk about this movie. There's Ooh, there's a lot. I didn't do any research. I just watched it. So I've I've always been in love with this movie. Um, this is my first time seeing it. Really? Mm-hmm. And just right off the bat, what'd you feel? So I I really liked it. Like it felt like a real love story, mm-hmm. which is so hard to see in media. But like it felt legitimate, mm-hmm. and also like, I mean, there were parts where it was just slow, but like. I didn't mind it because it just felt like real life. Yeah, it felt. It feels genuine. It feels like, very gen- genuine, authentic. Like yeah. the other thing I really like is that uh, the it doesn't go to the classic like, uh, we're gonna fight because we have to fight. Like throughout the entire thing, they just love each other. Yeah, and support each other and have good communication. And yeah, and like you can learn a lot from this movie. Whether you're in a relationship, yeah. whether you're single, whether you're divorced. For whether real. you there's so much you can learn from this movie and so, it, it felt i'm gonna cut you off one more time yeah go ahead. it felt so forward thinking because like it's a woman in her 30s mm-hmm. who like goes back to school goes back to school and re like makes a uh 
I can't think of uh, um, uh, a swivel. A uh, career path change. Yeah, yeah. Like she just completely changes her life, which is awesome. Yeah, it's so dope. And, and then, she's fighting against so much to do that. Yeah, like it's insane. It. Oh. So we're talking a lot of, about a lot of great things about this, but oddly enough, Entertainment Weekly did not like this movie very okay. much. It gave it a twenty-five on what? Metacritic. Really? Yeah. Why? And um, actually, if I'm not mistaken, they took the I can't find the full review. I can only find the full snippet, which tells me mm. they probably took it down mm. because they look like idiots when they realized how much came from it. Right. Uh, so it says the wedding, which turns the very concept of Greek in parentheses into the sort of hideous pandering cliches that look rejected from bad Jewish and Italian sitcoms. That's um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, that's and um. So, yeah, just to kind of, like, go over the the brief overview of it. Um, director, Joel Zwick. Writer, uh, Nia Vardalos, who, who plays played, uh, Tula. Tula. That's Tula right. Portacalis. Tula. And so how this came about is, like, no joke. They should show this in film school just to tell everybody you can do it. Yeah. Because what happened is she wrote a one-woman play for the Just for Laughs uh Toronto, Ontario, Canada Festival, mm-hmm. Comedy Festival, and Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, was in the audience. Oh, shit. And she, saw, she told Tom Hanks, hey, you should make this into a film. That's why he's a producer That's on That's why it. he's a producer. Oh, shit. So he calls Nia Vardalos, and she hangs up on him. What? Because no one's going <laughs> to... Tom Hanks doesn't make his own calls, is what I'm thinking. Sure. So when Tom sure. Hanks makes a call, I feel like it's not Tom Hanks. Yeah, so he just hang fair. up. That's fair. But they got together, made the movie off five million dollars, and really? we'll talk about That's how much. It? Yeah, Re- dude, that went all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about how much they make at the end because, good golly, it's is it a lot. I would you could buy a couple of cities with how much Jeez. they made. It's 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 it's. I mean, it's no end game, but there's no end game. Sure. So. But yeah, so that's kind of what the context. So not everybody likes this movie. I think it's fair to say. But overall, How? I don't. It's do you it's, not enjoy love? Let's let's set it up. So, because sure. it, it is an ugly duckling story too. Yeah, it's a very outcast. Like this person is uh, not accepted in normal society, and they paint that very well. Oh my God, so well. <laughs> opening what maybe 10, 15 minutes is nothing but like backstory. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's just establishing it. character. Yeah, that's all it is, and it, it's great. Like. Uh, my favorite, still one of my favorite opening shots of any movie is just the blustery blizzard of Chicago mm-hmm. in the very beginning. And, and, they're, they're, it's, and the Greek lettering did make me mad because they used the sigmas for E's in Greek and uh, that's an yeah. S and I'm like, eh. yeah, but yeah. So you're opening up into like faux Greek lettering mm-hmm. and it's just a, bl- just a blizzard in Chicago and you open to this older gentleman and his... I'm gonna say homely because she's. It's not like they they painted her to make her look bad, but I mean she yeah. she looks fine. Yeah, and they. <laughs> I mean after her makeover, yeah, she's beautiful. That's yeah. that's another. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So they open up, and one of my favorite lines is when the father just looked and who's an older portly man. Yep. Um, but you know he's just he plays a dad very well. Yes, and very just, believably. Yeah, a, a Greek dad, and his, uh, who is the father? Just so we can get that. Out oh, of the way. I have no idea. But 
I my favorite thing about him was the Windex bit. Guys, such that a was good so bit. funny. Such a good bit. bit, and so relatable too. Like if you if you've ever met someone like for my family, it was Vicks. Mm, like from sniffles okay. to bad credit, just put Vicks on, and it'll take care of itself. Oh my! The father is Vicks. Michael Constantine, who oh, plays Gus Portacolos. That's Collins. a very cool name. Very very dope name. Yeah, and he just looks at his daughter and says, "When are you going to get married? You're so." Old. You look so old. You look so old. Ooh. And Which, it's coming from an old man. <laughs> yeah. Also not helping like any like women's rights thing. No. But like that was an authentic moment because yeah. I'm sure I mean I'm just speaking from a male perspective, but I'm sure that happens to women a lot. No, oh, yeah. Especially like, like just immigrant families. Like and she mm-hmm. paints the picture that her you know, her far- parents came from the motherland of Greece for them. Yeah. And she paints that very well mm-hmm. of, you know, and you marry Greeks the, and then you make babies. You, you, you marry a Greek, you make babies, and you, you feed, feed everybody yeah. and you die. Yeah. And that's just been accepted for centuries upon centuries. Mm-hmm. And then when she opens up to the modest suburban home, yeah, this modest suburban neighborhood yeah. surrounded by Greek statues and was modeled after the Greek Parthenon. So great. With so great. the 10 by 10 Greek flag oh on God, the garage. Yes. So good. And then when he's like, N- name any word. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you how it's related to Greek. It's like, oh my God, this guy's so proud. I and, love it. And he he holds on to that throughout the movie. I know. It's so When great. he meets the parents, uh-huh. when he meets friends. Even at the wedding. Give me any word and I'll show you. Even, oh. even in the toast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this means apple. We mean oranges, and they mean apples. <laughs> so this is the together, which was such a great speech. Like, oh, by the way, it's uh, it's gonna be May. That's why we're covering. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, I miss Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good with structure. That's why we're covering. It's uh, my big Joey Fatone is in it. Joey which, Fatone, by the way, so great. He gives a solid performance. If we're just yeah. gonna talk about this real quick, yeah, he gives. A 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. For his performance. Let's see here. Joey Fatone. He plays Anton, right? Oh, uh, Angelo. 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 Um, And he started with an A. Oh, this isn't his first. No, he has like an acting career, dude. Yeah, he was in Bring It On, On the Line. On the Line? That's another one I'm going to watch. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. Uh, Joey Fatone. But yeah, he plays. uh, He's from NSYNC, if you don't know him. Um, bye bye bye. Wait, that's in sync, right? I think so. I don't. I'm, I don't, I'm I don't not. Know. A, I wasn't a boy band person. I really wasn't. I was, but I'm so bad at remembering those things. Like <laughs> I'm so bad at knowing music. Like people will sing me a song and like, oh, you'll know it. You'll know it. And I go, no, I don't. No, no, no. Shut up. You'll know it. No, I don't know. Wait for it. the chorus. Wait for the chorus. No, I still don't know it. Fucking believe. Oh, uh, bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> believe me, I don't know it. It's a weird form of gaslighting, honestly. Yeah, it, it kind of puts you on the spot. It makes you uncomfortable. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so he's had a long acting career, uh, Joey Fatone. He worked at Universal Studios Florida oh. before joining NSYNC, where he How played the werewolf in Beetlejuice's graveyard. Oh, all right. How old was he? He's born in 77. Okay. The movie and came out in 2002, so... Yeah, but when was NSYNC a thing? That was like 90s. Oh, yeah. So he was like 20-something? Yeah, he was in his late 20s. Mid to late 20s. And, That's weird. Uh, fun That's fact. like our age. Yeah. We, could, we that, could be a boy band. 
Aaron? Kenny, we're starting a boy band. <laughs> now that we're uh, shifting the change of this podcast is now boy band. No boy band. Um, but yeah, he's... Uh, I always thought his last name was funny because it's Feld's Fat One. And I still say that every time we talk about Joey Fatone. And I'm going to keep it that way. Oh, um, that's delightful. But yeah, so Joey Fatone actually enters uh, pretty early into the movie. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. And yeah, I forgot I, how much of a major role he kind of plays in this. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays uh, Tula's cousin, the main character's cousin, um, who's pretty close. One of her cousins. One of her 27, One of her 27 cousins. cousins. Uh, she's, he's really close with the brother, Nick. And yeah. that's another joke in the movie is that everybody... Oh, has a, na- a son yeah, named Nick yeah, in there. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, so that's he. He plays very good. Um, he's coming in his velour sweatsuit yeah. with his big haired sister, yep. and they're just complaining and nagging and complaining that's at great. each other. Yeah, and it a works very brotherly and sisterly. I guess I'm, I'm an assume, only child. We really have no context for hey, this. James. Only we, children. We, we have. It's only what people tell me. Yeah, what I've seen <laughs> and what movies tell me. Yeah, they hit it on the head. Spot on. My favorite. Joey Fatone line uh, is like right when Ian meets the family and the other cousins like like ribbing him like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh, fuck I'm, with I'm, you. Gonna, I'm gonna pull out your kidney yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah all that and then they turn to Angelo and they go, Angelo and he's like ah oh, we're gonna kill you Ian <laughs> it's like the best third beat yeah, they kept the comedic timing in this movie throughout is just, oh it's great it's wonderful and I know it's a movie but still it's it's. She wrote it very well because yeah. she's the sole writer on this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep. I don't want to butcher her name. Nia Vardalos. She is the the sole writer on this. Her husband's actually in the movie as well. Who's her uh, husband? Ian Gomez, the best friend of uh, Ian. Oh, yeah, at nice. the di- at the diner and yeah, everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually teacher. her husband. Uh, they are recently divorced, 2018. No, but no, yeah, why? so I, no, I, I, no. I, I, Love is real, guys. That's all that matters. No, it's not. Uh, I mean, I know you're in a healthy, committed relationship, Aaron. But I'm listening to an audiobook about attachment theory, and so Go anyway, on. no, it's <laughs> fine. Love is hard. I'm... But yeah, so he, uh, Ian Gomez, he's uh, her real wife, and they uh, met in college. But um, yeah, they they paint it really well. Yeah, of her being the ugly duckling. They go back all the way to when she was going to Greek school, and mm-hmm. everyone else was going to brownies. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good line. And uh, all the blonde-haired ladies would sit at table eating their white bread and their Wonder Bread sandwiches. Their Wonder Bread sandwiches, and uh, me in my dark hair would sit alone with my moussaka. Like, yeah, <laughs> moussaka. Still, yeah. still a good line. <sighs> I um, related way too hard with that. I mean, not that to that degree, but just being an outsider. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. That's the thing. Like, uh, you can relate to her. Even if you were the popular person, I'm sure there's some way that you could kind of re- find a relation sure. to her. Like, she's the middle kid. She, you know, mm-hmm. the the sister is her Aphrodite. No, she's Athena. Named Athena. Still named after a Greek goddess. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's the smart one, the pretty one, mm-hmm. the intelligent one. And then the baby brother who's just beyond spoiled oh yeah and will get anything he wants but they have such a great moment later in the yeah movie. they really do and that, oh. that's a touching moment it really is yeah throughout the whole movie is just ah oh, touching moment yeah i get in a little breather oh another touching moment it's like almost the movie's almost sappy but it's not like, yeah 
it does a good job of being like grounded and genuine so it doesn't cross into the sappy territory right and, and it's very aware of itself mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that where it could get a little sappy is a little more brief yeah and where it can get a little spicy mm. it's, it turns comical they bring it yeah and and they bring every kind of emotion into it um and so just kind of go back into context the family owns a greek restaurant yep and basically it's kind of established that if you're not married you're just going to work in it yeah because yeah, yeah. athena she's got three boys so she's got to she you know married young yeah she married young says. um to a, a nice greek boy and that's all the hus- the father wants is her is yep. for everybody to marry nice greek. greek so is that is that a form of racism it's weird that you ask. I'll be All honest. Right. So just kind of like a little context for As this. As a white straight male, is it weird that I ask about racism, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it, it, it's strange because this movie kind of, in my own way, mm-hmm. kind of showed me because I'm I'm Mexican. What? I'm 100% Mexican. Excuse me? Um, my, my dad uh, is from Mexico. I need to leave. My, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> is my car safe here? Um, and I love you, Aaron. So, but I don't look... Yeah. Like, according to Hollywood standards. That's how you fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here, Aaron. We're too deep. Uh, but I don't look it. I look Anglo. Um, I look... What is Anglo? Uh, so, I think that's, like, the Texan white. Oh, it, okay. Yeah, is that not a common thing? Anglo? I don't know. I've never heard of it until right now. Yeah, so, Anglo... I've always heard Anglo as, like, the Texan white. Like, What's where you're, you're, you're from Texan, so you probably have a little... Your family goes back to Texas, okay, like all the way back. So you probably have a little bit of Spaniard, a little bit of Indian, a little bit of spice, Native American. Yeah, there's some Native American in there. Yeah, that just kind of you could be, uh, you know, you could fall anywhere, but you you look predominantly white. Okay, you look predominantly colonized. I guess is <laughs> is a good way <laughs> to put it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I could pass at that, like you know, my family could go back to Texas or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, all those generations. But I'm Mexican, yeah. So when I was watching this movie, you know, they don't look. Ugh, they look them. white. Yeah, they look white. I was gonna say I don't want to. I have to watch my words. I'll <laughs> say it. <laughs> they they look. I'm hated already. <laughs> they look white. So, but they're not. Like you have this crazy big loud mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. and I identified with that. I, have a, I come from a big crazy Mexican family. I also identified with that. I yeah. come from a crazy white Republican family. Oh, man. Yeah. My parents are okay. My rest of them. Well, I love you, family. I'm just the black sheep. Support us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't want to say it's racist, but it, it just, it's, it, I think it is a form of racism in today's society. I think, okay. But it's old school, I think is the best way to describe it because my, my, my family would never, you know, look down upon me because my mm-hmm. girlfriend's white. Yeah. Um, they would just be like, oh, is like, is she like Native American? Or, like they, they'd ask, yeah. which I guess is a common thing, but they wouldn't, you know, it was never instilled in me that I had to marry Mexican or right. marry Latina or right. Latinx that, that I had to do that. But I know for a lot of people they do. And here's the, my thought on it being a white straight male, uh, Obviously, that was never. No one was like, "You gotta marry a white lady, James." My family's not that racist, um, <laughs> but I think part of it is like, uh, white people don't really have a culture. <laughs> We're like, okay. we don't have pride of like, yeah. Well, okay, 
non-racist, like non like neo-Nazi people, just like a normal average white person, right? Isn't like, yeah, I'm white. Whoa, look at my yeah. culture. Whereas like Greece or like literally or like Mexican, like literally any other color yeah, yeah. has like this pride associated. And that's why I think they're like, hey, marry in. So like we carry that tradition. Yeah. Whereas white people, we don't. We're just white. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah. I don't know if that made sense. No, I get you. Like where it's just like you're not knocking it. It's just that's a cool culture. Identify with it. And like you're noticeable of it, right? Yeah. Well, it's like we don't have anything. <clears throat> we don't have anything to pass forward. Like we, white people are just so bland. <laughs> we don't. We're not like oh, spread the whiteness. I don't know. It's just like maybe that's just me. Maybe there's white people that have a ton of culture and that they have to do some bullshit. But you know me. I just I feel I feel culturalist. Like I don't know what it's like to be proud of my heritage or uh, what that's like to be like ancient rooted. I don't I don't know. Well, yeah, cuz I think it it cuz white itself is not a culture. Right. Mexican is a culture. Yes. Correct. It's a nationality. It's so like cuz I did see an argument like where yeah, white people don't have culture. Well, when you're being that broad, it's hard. Yeah. But like, if you have, you could be Scottish and have Scottish pride. That's true. Or Irish and have Irish pride, and you know, or any kind of you mm-hmm. know nationality behind it and have that pride. And there's nothing wrong with that by all means. Like, I mean, I'm very proud to be Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, I root for them in the World Cup because that's really the oh, only they got, thing. They got really far. They're, they they got year. man. They had a solid team. El Tri. It was, so it was good. really good. It, like, yeah, that's that's for another podcast. Yeah, but oh, yeah. yeah. A uh, special bonus podcast. Me and Aaron just talk about soccer. I, I could do that. Like it, it, it's love fun. It. And Austin's finally getting some teams, and that's really nice. Dude, we're getting them an MLS team, a, an official team. Yeah, that's, our that's real dope. one with an official stadium. Do you want to buy season pass tickets? They're going to be cheap right now, so I'm considering it. Dude, we should do it and go see soccer games. I, uh, this is a a Mexican scarf. Soccer uh, scarf. Aaron is playing with a Mexican scarf, as yeah. he to- tells me that, and he nods down a hat. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, Los Tigres. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Nationalities. W- in that part, it, it's hard to say, yeah, white doesn't have a culture. Well, yeah, because it's just a thing. Like, it... But if you... If you're, like, Scottish pride, like, that's cool. Yeah. But it's when you're, like, oh, you can only marry Scotch. Right? Yeah. Is that, is that, am I saying that right? Scotch? Or you can only sure. marry Irish or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's where it's, like, a, uh, in, in 2019... Yeah. And that's also because, like, white people are the dominant... <laughs> In America, in America, in Texas, in most of America. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's something that it is interesting that like yeah, when you say that, is it racist? And I mean, to a certain degree, it, it I guess because the father was so gung ho, right? You have to marry Greek. You have to marry Greek, and I think that's just I hate to say it, but that's just the old school way of thinking, right? Like, I mean, that he wasn't wrong. And then in the end of it, he in his mind, he wasn't wrong. And then at the end of it, spoiler alert, they get married. Yeah. If you didn't see that coming, sorry. <laughs> I mean, look at the look at the title. We're going almost 20 years. If you haven't seen it, sorry. Also, we should have posted the movie so you could watch it before listening. We still so can. that's on you. We still can. I mean, yeah, that's me saying we need to 
we need to do that. We need to do that. So that's that's going in. But yeah, that's uh, you know, a, an old school way of thought that yeah. he kind of comes around to. Well, also they like make him Greek, right? That's like with the whole baptism thing, and like the more he hangs around, he's saying the words. And well, if we're gonna get into it, so sure. yeah, let's get into yeah, it. Let's so. Uh, real quick, she has a makeover. She decides to go to school. Oh, yeah, yeah, And Oh, right. Well, no, no, no. First, first, she decides to go back to school. Yes. Then, while doing that, she gains the confidence, and then that's where the makeover happens. But the mother okay. is the key to all of this. Yes. Correct. She gives the oh, best so line. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. Uh, you know, uh, Tula tells her dad that she wants to start going to school because mm-hmm. – and she tries to give argument and reasoning. Yeah. Um, because the the kind of running gag is you have to let her dad uh-huh. think that he came up with the idea or it'll never happen. So oh, she so... she starts that the books aren't looking right and she yeah. should go to get some computer classes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that way she can uh you know help out with the finances. Yeah. And and There's my new mo- things called computers. <laughs> my, oh yeah, and there were big boxy ones in two thousand too. Yeah, I, that dude. was a throwback, man. Yeah. Like they weren't just monitors, they were like they were they were clunks. Mm-hmm. Um and my mom still would say that line when she says she wants to go to school and he just looks at her and she, he goes, why do you want to leave me? And he just starts bawling. Any, anytime I would do like a school tour, my mom would yeah. just start that line. And, and so that, that it was a good bit. That's just how my mom operates. <laughs> yeah. That, and I, then I left her and my dad to move to Texas. Well, we're glad you're here, man. <laughs> hey, thanks. I'm glad I'm here, too. I love my parents. James's parents, we're glad you let them. Thank you. Spread the wings. I love you very much, parents. But yeah, so the mom says, you know, he is the head of the house but the wife is the neck and she can yeah. turn him any yeah. which way she wants, yeah. which yeah. is a great line. Oh, it's so good. And it teaches you, it taught a lot where it was like, you know, the man tries to be the strong one, but somehow and still bends to the whim of the mom. And it was yeah. great. Yeah. And they have I, an argument and everything, man. I wish this is a weird thing. I, I wish I knew what this meant to women. Like yeah. This movie in particular, because like, I don't know. I, I, I relate to it on a level, but like, if I was a woman, I feel like it would have been deeper. Yeah, because, you know, to us, you know, she had her ugly duckling moment, if you want to just call it that simplified. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, at the same time, does that, you know, put thought of, do I need to be pretty to... Right. And, and we, as as you said, as cis straight white men, yeah. we can't... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. We, I've we only had my experiences, yeah. you know, like... My reality. And I can say, you know, that wasn't necessary, I think, but for the plot movement. Well, to me, it it just showed, like, she now has confidence. Yeah. And they're showing that on the outside. Yeah, and that she, uh, one of the sweetest moments is, you know, she starts playing with makeup Mm -hmm. and and Mm starting playing around with that. And putting contacts in. And putting, oh. Anyone who has put contacts knows that's exactly how it is when you start putting in contacts. <laughs> when your eye doctor says, give yourself 30 minutes to an hour yep. oh, on your real. first time, it's, it's real. real. Like, because they'll do it your first time, but after that, you're on your own. Yeah. And so she starts doing that, starts playing with clothes, mm-hmm. you know, just finding what's her style. And that was really cool, too. Yeah, but the sweetest like, moment is lunch, man. Yes. Oh, oh, it's so good. As a 30-year-old, <laughs> she does it. She sits with the popular kids. There was a, a whole table by herself. And, and she was, goes to sit down, but then she's like, wait. I'm 30. Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't need this. I don't need to make this a self-fulfilling prophecy. And she goes and asks, hey. 
Is anyone sane here? And she reaches out and she uh, makes connections with people. Starts it's conversation. So it's wonderful. Oh, there's there's so many layers to this movie. Yeah, like there's so, so many lessons that people can learn from this. I think it should be mandatory. Yes, absolutely. It, it, it's definitely a movie that you like, should have to watch. Middle schoolers should watch this yeah, movie for sure. They'll hate it, but like it'll go in their subconscious. It'll and stick it will with you. affect them somehow. Yeah. So she she goes to school, um, and then it's coming out to she doesn't want to work at the restaurant anymore. Yeah, she and, wants a different career. Uh, yeah, she wanted a uh, career she wants change. Career. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, you can go far with your restaurants, but that's not what she wants to do. Yeah, and and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, listen. All right, so this is something I can relate to because my grandparents own a business. Oh. Um, Several, actually. But um, I worked for them when I was 18 up until I was 22 until I left. Well, no, until I was 22 before I got my massage license. Um, But, like, I get how it feels to work for your family because it's not fun. It Like, yeah, you have a job and you're being self-sufficient, but it's like it feels so weird. Yeah, because like you can't you can't ask for like real quick. Dude, do you mind me asking? Did you get paid? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. Like, because some families just like you get to live. So like, yeah. Well, and I'll throw you a twenty whenever you ask for it. So I wasn't sure. I mean, my parents still did that for me, but uh, no, my grandparents paid me. Like, okay, I was cool. a real employee. It was just like it was minimum wage. Yeah. So like, it's it's not a good job. <laughs> it's for college kids. Yeah. But um, yeah. It it was weird because like I remember, especially when I was eighteen and nineteen. And 20, like, I was desperately trying to find another job. Like, anything but my parents' job or my family's job. Just so, I guess I didn't want to do it. I've, I already know the business. I hear enough about the business. So, like, I want to get out. Spoiler, never did until I got my massage license. Um, did, did you feel the pressure of, like, am I going to disappoint anybody? Are they going to be upset? N- I felt the... Okay. So, it, the primary thing I worked for was a tanning salon. So I felt the pressure that I needed to defend it. So anytime people would be like, tanning causes cancer, I, I would like jump in drastically. Like, no! And like defend it. Everybody say, stop. Everybody stop. Listen, that's why I do. Um, <laughs> just because I, yeah, I, I did feel this weird pressure of like, I need to defend my family's honor in a way. Okay, yeah. Um, and like I had to know the business a little bit. Uh, I hated it. It was really dumb. Is not a life I wanted. <laughs> That's why I moved to Texas. Yeah, but like, so like when you you did tell your your family like, hey, this ain't for me. Like, did they take it with a grain of salt? Oh, or? they didn't care. Oh, right on, man. Oh yeah, you know my parents are like super supportive. Oh, right on. Yeah, they they, they also didn't want me to stay there. <laughs> like yeah, they actively like go. Follow your dreams. Do yeah. what you want to do. Don't stay here. Because it's, it's comfort thing. So, like, yeah. once you get comfortable, you're like, bam, it's been 35 years. They're yeah. giving you your Rolex. And, yeah. you, you know, all those years have gone by. My my dad in particular was very, like, get a real job before you pursue your dream. And I was like, no. I, I just need to try really hard and then just live in a shitty situation until I become a real artist. We swear by that when we're 18. Yeah. Yeah. Three years later, I was finally like, yeah, dad, you're right. I just need a real job. (laughs) Hence massage therapy. Uh, 
And I am so grateful for him <laughs> just being like, James, get a real job. Then then do it. Get income. Yeah. Which thanks, thanks parents. Dad. Yeah, I was gonna say thanks, parents. That th- thanks for looking out for us. And also shout out to my mom who just like always supports me no matter shout what. Shout out, I do. mom! Oh, happy Mother's Day. This is a uh, oh yeah, yeah this is the day after Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Day we're recording. So uh, happy uh, belated Mother's Day to all those moms. So that was a long winded way of saying <laughs> I get I get what Tula's going through when like she's working there. Like it's so depressing for her and me. Feel sorry for me. Um, because, like, you don't want to be there. You feel some sort of obligation. Like, ugh, it's just so blah. You don't feel like you're going forward with your life. And uh, so I get her career change. Yeah, and it, it's really interesting that she still stayed in the family. She went to work yeah. for her Aunt Vula's, which is Joey Fatone's mother. mother. Yeah. Um, which, which is also another hysterical moment. When the the aunts, the sisters, <laughs> we we have to make it think it was his idea. <laughs> Don't tell me what to say. Stop. Tell me what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's great. a very. I liked it because they had to act badly. Oh, so great. They had Tula to perform was badly. So good. It it was so. It, uh, it was just. <laughs> yeah. And then the you know, how's the business? Oh, woe is me. Woe is to me. <laughs> business is bad. <laughs> business is bad. I thought. <laughs> Uh, I thought it's so, been good. Like it, it was, was so, so charming, <laughs> and and so the dad gets the the bright idea first to be like, oh, why don't you split your kids up? Yeah, have one at the dry cleaners and one at the the travel agency, mm-hmm. and then Tula Bula messes up. Oh, that is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and when the, the Maria has to come to the rescue, no, it is not a good idea. <laughs> And finally, the dad swoops in and says, aha, I got it. Have Tula work at the at the yep. travel agency. Yep. Boom. Problem solved. Which we see the Prince Charming from the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah, because he enters the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, Tula's like, what? She kind of fumbly. She's a little nervous. That She's a little so, dorky. It was ah, so genuine. Because we've all been in those situations where like, you're just like awestruck. You're like, mm, mm, yeah. I... Like he, uh, should it try and be charming? Yeah. Should I'm I, working right now. I don't want to make a move. Ah, uh, it's out of my league. I don't want. Mm, bye. And, and then they're gone. And, and in uh, keep in mind, her husband literally is, is standing right in front, is sitting right in front yeah. of her. That would have been a fun acting thing. John Corbett uh, plays Ian oh, Miller. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he spies her through the the window mm-hmm. of the travel agency. And they just start flirting, just casual flirt. But here's the thing. Here's why I love. It's not immediate. Like, yeah, it's a it's a habitual route because I guess if he we're looking for a hot dog or whatever. Yeah. Hot dog. But like, I guess he walks past for his work. That's yeah. why I assumed. Yeah. As watching the movie. Grabs a bite to eat. Yeah. Heads up. Whatever. And then it's like because there's a little montage, right, of them like yeah. flirting through the windows. Because what I love is not like that rom-com thing of like, <gasps> We flirted once. Now we're in love. Yeah. And let the world stop spinning <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for two minutes. Right. But yeah, like she hides behind the water cooler the first time he sees her. Oh, that's a great callback it's, too when he, he's like, yeah, I thought you fainted. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just hiding. And it, so it, great. And it keeps going. Mm-hmm. He gets finally beat up by an old lady oh, so or something like that. And he pops into the, ad- the travel agency. And it's weird flirting. But it's genuine flirting. Yeah, they're just talking. Because that's how flirting actually is. Yeah. They're, they're just talking behind the desk, like just yeah. sitting like kids. 
talking behind the desk and the, which is so cool he, at the yeah. end he's just like you want to have dinner with me yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just like and they so pa- sweet they pause on that for like two or three yeah. beats oh my god so just good. to be like it doesn't have to be fake like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this mm-hmm. you know made in manhattan type situation yeah, right. it's just yeah. a bump in the night and you just kind yeah. of fall for it yeah and to like further that it doesn't have to be like we're complete opposites yeah well we hate each other but we're gonna it's just like oh no i think you're cute yeah and like <laughs> when it goes to the reveal that she was the 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 hostess yeah at the oh. at the greek restaurant oh, aaron yes, so charming like I, I thought they were it. gonna make a big deal, like she was gonna lie, like yeah. oh no, I've never been there, like because he wants to take her to this Greek restaurant, yeah. and he's like uh, something Zorba's, yeah, and, and the name of the place is Dancing Zorba's, right, which Tula's family owns, and then she's like, yeah, Dancing Zorba's, my family owns that. He's like, huh, you're the, you're the, you're the waitress, and she goes, uh, nice. seating hostess, yeah, oh, so great, and and that's when the bomb drops that she's Greek. Which yeah. it's it's not a real bomb in real life, but it's it's a bomb in, for her exactly, which I love because like they're playing two different, essentially they're playing two different stories right there. Right, one Ian is just like oh shit, this is that really cute seating hostess that I remember. It's the same person, and then on the opposite side, Tula's like oh shit, he knows I'm Greek now. Yeah, which is like just such a fun contrast. Like they're on the same spectrum, just on opposite sides mm-hmm. of each other. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You, I'm Greek. Are you sure you want to do this?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah you're Greek. What, what, yeah, who, who cares? What's wrong with that?" Which classic white guy move? <laughs> just like, yeah, whatever. You're you're not white. All right, that's fine. Like I don't I don't understand. Also, <laughs> when they show Ian's parents, oh my god, the most white, so perfect. It's so dull. I love that as a contrast to Tula's family. My, my favorite comment is the one that uh, the mom makes. And she was like, oh, Rodney, didn't you have a Greek secretary? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. And then you find out it's like, oh, it's Colombian. Uh, no, Guatemalan. Guatemalan. Yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. that's right. The G's. Like, like <laughs> no, those are like two <laughs> different things. Such, such like, but yeah, it's those little moments, and they really do. Like, like you said, they, they're so contrasting of each other. So good. Her huge Greek family that's roasting a lamb in the front yard, and just chasing each other around. Yeah. Um. While on the other side of the spectrum is just you know a a, a small, yep. peaceful four person dinner mm-hmm. and wine afterwards. Very quiet. Which I love. Tula comes like ah oh, silence. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we get that. Like it's just a break, mm-hmm. and so we go to find out that she's hiding him. Yeah, uh, she has to get dropped off, you know, two or three houses down, and she just walks uh, to her home. And it he he thinks it's a little weird, but he's like, "Hey, maybe that's just her thing." Yeah, and then it, you know we find out that the dad finds out. Yeah, and uh, he's not happy, and, and which starts a great montage. Of just dad bringing men over for dinner for her to yep. eat. Who? Grosser. Not, yeah. Oh, my God. So not right for Tula. Yeah. Like, they just... Yeah. And that's the thing. They're right for somebody. Oh, but absolutely. not for Tula. No. Everybody can find love. I but, Yeah, I guess. But yes, this was I, love. yes, I believe in my heart. I just... I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> but, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, not a bit. I'm very sad. Hey. Um... <laughs> Is that a bit that you said? Nope. 
It's just a mask. It's all a mask, Aaron. I can't show people my feelings. Hey, uh, but back to the movie. <laughs> it's such a great contrast between those families. And um, the other thing, like, I love how the dad eventually comes around yeah. to accepting Ian. And it, it's an event. And mm-hmm. which I kind of like, mm-hmm. because I understood that this is an event for her dad. Yeah. This and is for the some, whole family. Yeah, really. Because she's the first, first one mm-hmm. to, to marry outside of Greek. Yeah. And it's it was kind of set up like the Godfather. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. real dark in the restaurant, and it's just the family. Yeah. And they said he wants to get, you know, be baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. Mm-hmm. Which, side note, if you have never seen a Greek Orthodox Church. I haven't. Bleeping beautiful. They are for whatever. I'm glad we can, we'll bleep ourselves out. We're, we're, we're ble- trying really hard to be PG-13. I already dropped the one F word we're allowed to use. So my bad. We're we're trying to get a little more exposure, and we're trying to like clean ourselves up. But we, you know, we're guilty. We might drop another bleep in there somewhere. We're very listen. We're very transparent. We need views. And <laughs> we want to listen. We want to do this for a living. By this, I mean content creating. Yeah, we so, love podcasting. Anyway, back to join what our you're Patreon. Saying. Hey, uh, Flat Films, um, our but parent yeah, company. Beautiful church. If you've never knew a Greek Orthodox church, they they have those beautiful murals all over the place. Even the small, teeny tiny churches. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should just see one once. They're nice. gorgeous. Um, but uh, fun fact: that church was actually filmed in Toronto as one of. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to look up her name again. Nia Vardalos's uh, church that she would pass by when she lived in Toronto. Oh, yeah. So nice. it's an That's East, awesome. It's a Russian Orthodox church. Nice. Um, but it's uh, yeah, beautiful. They they genuinely look like that where they have the large murals. Mm-hmm. And um, and <laughs> Nikki, who is yeah. his godparent, that's just a good scene where the dad's just like, "So you want to be Greek?" He's like, "All right." You're going to get baptized into the Greek Orthodox Church. Don't be burning. Yeah, it kind of smells like that. Uh, so Aaron's going to investigate. I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, well, I think one of your roommates is home, Aaron. So they might be cooking something. I heard keys jangling. We're keeping all this in, by the way. Uh, hashtag don't edit. So the thing I love is that they are genuinely nice to each other. And this, and like no one's bashing each other. It's just they like each other and they're supporting each other. Uh, similar to Wyatt, um, uh, Leslie's relationship in Parks and Rec. Because like they just got each other's backs. And that's what a healthy relationship looks like. And we, media needs to show more healthy relationships. Because like... I think too many people see the rom-com relationships and expect that to be normal, but yeah. they're so toxic half the time. And it's like, no, show healthy relationships like this one and the one Parks and Rec and like just show healthy relationships. They exist. Yeah, because for the most part, hopefully, yes. that's what the majority of people are in. Well, hopefully. That listen, when you find it, I hope so. I here's here's my thing. Like Media has so much power in our lives, and people don't want to use that power correctly. Like, yeah. if we show more healthy relationships, guess what? People will learn from that and learn how to have healthy relationships. But still be, you know, quote-unquote fun, which is, yeah. I think, what people get worried about. And this this movie, like you said, demonstrates that really well. Like, yeah. the family is still quirky and, and fun, but they're still grounded. And, and, and Ian is adamant of, like, no... You know, I want to do this for yeah. you. 
because yeah. I love you. Like, and it's that yeah. simple. Like, he's willing to go the extra mile. And he said he's, uh, you know, he's, it, this is easy. I'm not very religious, so yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's so great. I love how Ian has just like no ego about it. He's just like, yeah, it's I love you. It's fine. Yeah, it's not an event. Like, yeah. uh, and the way he. Spoiler alert, uh, they get married. What? Um, the way he proposes to her. They're just in bed. All right, I have problems with that one. Why Why is that? Listen, I'm all about showing real healthy relationships, but the proposal, man, like, that's got to be big. That's Okay, maybe not big, but it's got to be genuine. I don't know. This is just a James fight thing. Like... I can't wait until I get to propose to my future wife. Okay. Because, like, I'm going to make it a huge event. Because, for me, it's the most romantic thing you can do for that person. And it shows, like, how much you love them uh, and how much you're willing to invest in this relationship in this future. I'm also, my love language is acts of service. So, like, I'm all about doing mm-hmm. shit for your people. And uh, that to me is like the ultimate. That's real romantic, just doing shit for your people. It is, though. It is. Like, if if someone's like, hey, I can give you, although I do love candy, that's a good gift for me. But if someone's like, here's some candy, or hey, I cleaned your car for you, I'm going to. Someone's getting smooched. Yeah, if they clean my car. Or anything like, it's weird. If I think someone went out of their way for me. That has such a deeper impact on me than buying something or saying words or, um, although physical touch is also high, but like hugging. Um, but that's just my love language. And, uh, I think acts of service gets looked over a lot. Anyway, well, back- no, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm texting Kenny. No. <laughs> or messaging Kenny in the, in the face group. In the group. Sure. Um, yeah, it it's uh, I, I get that, but see, I also liked the uh, I liked the, the proposal, the, not, yeah, the proposal just a little bit, only because it was just in the moment, and it was sweet, and he was just like, God, I just love you, just just will you marry me, like. So in the the heat I'm of the moment, I'm not saying it's not romantic, right? All right, I'm not saying it's not romantic. It's I'm not a saying, James fight proposal. Yes, exactly. Here's the other thing about James fight: I tear up at proposals. Like, yeah, those were one of the things. Like, I need faith in humanity. I'm gonna go watch a proposal video. Oh, right and on, dude. I, I'm, mm, I'm tearing up just thinking about. It. I love proposals. They're so cool. It's such a good act of service of love. It's so cool. My my thing of that is when I'm just like, oh, God, life kind of sucks. I need something to remind me mm-hmm. is uh, when people come home from like, you know, being overseas or something oh, and dude. their dog sees them for the yep, first time. Yep. That's where you're going to see an Aaron Salinas cry. I mean, that's, that's such a genuine thing of love. It's just it's it's un, it's just pure nothing. No frills, mm. no thrills, mm. just pure love. But yeah, so I get it. Like it it's for me. Yeah, it's. uh it's something sweet, yeah. but I'm not real big on marriage either on, on oh. weddings more, more specifically weddings. Like if you got to get married just cause you know, it helps with taxes or something. I'm Is totally that why down you for it. Proposed to you know, we're not making this a thing. Okay. All right. Cause I know she's probably going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
we'll but, talk afterwards. Uh, but I'm uh, my dad's a florist, so I've seen probably over 200 weddings. Oh, damn. so I'm just tired. Like, yeah, that's like, fair, man. Yeah. Like I've seen, and like I totally get it. Like I'm all for marriage. Like I think love is wonderful. It's beautiful. It is. It, if you find love, you know, hold on to it oh, as long as you can. One fucking day, man. There's my second one. Keep that in. That's the one I want to keep in. It, it, it's I, I totally agree love is wonderful but it's just not uh, weddings aren't my thing but like you know I totally get you know if you have to if, if it helps if it services the other person and that's all they're asking yeah you know See, it's that, one fucking day that's interesting because like I love weddings <laughs> I love them they're so much fun I cry at weddings I went to one two weeks ago oh yeah I saw on Instagram <laughs> it, like dude th- also, backstory of like uh, Rachel and Tyler have the love I literally want. Like they have the relationship relationship dynamic that I so crave, which is they just support the hell out of each other, but also are independent, but also working together. They call each other their partners in fighting crime. All right, uh. and that's what I want it was because it shows self sufficiency, but also dependability on each other. It's like anyway, Pikachu and uh, Detective Pikachu and uh, what was his name? And uh, I don't know his name. I forget. Yeah, the the, the st- it's like Ash and Pikachu. Yeah, actually, not really. That's a different relationship. Yeah, it's like it's like um. I don't want to say Batman and Robin, but it's something. It's more. It's deeper. It's like Spider Man and Black Cat. Okay. They both fight crime. They don't do need thing. each other. No, but they like. But they keep it. going back to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which, listen, Mary Jane's fine. Leisha, like, come on, go. For yeah, like cat. when you when you go for her when you choose somebody every day, that's that's wonderful. That's yeah. love. When yeah. like, like you both acknowledge, like I'm fine on my own, but it's just being alone with you is a whole lot better. Yeah, James, stop crying. Please. I can't. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> so, um, yeah, back to the movie. He he gets baptized. Um, the 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 family, you know, cherishes him just yeah. as much. Um, and I think one of the best bits is when Vula, the aunt, and the uncle are both like, we both said it would never happen. This day would never happen. And and that's just real aunt and uncle love where it's a backhanded compliment, but it's a wonderful... Mm -hmm. They they still Mm -hmm. treat you with that respect. And it's just... I love that line just because I can hear my aunt just be like... Like, oh, wow, really? Like, (laughs) just that kind of compliment. Like, you're finally getting married? Like, and, and that's... It was a wonderful taste, and yeah. and it seriously, Aunt Vula is the unsung hero of this movie. She's she really got is such good lines, dude, and she does so much. Yeah, and apparently a lot of her she she had a habit of forgetting a couple of lines every here and there, mm-hmm. so she would like kind of ad lib some stuff. And one of the the best nice. one is when she's like, "Let me touch your hair," and she's just like <laughs> feeling his hair, and it's because she couldn't remember her lines. That's so great. So she's just filling space, and then she remembers them, and then she goes on, and they're like, that's perfect. That, that's that's what your character would do. That is a good actor yeah. right there. She dude. knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, she, she's she got some other TV work, but she, she didn't do much after that. Um, another kind of fun fact about this movie is they had a couple of spinoffs, but a lot of people what? don't remember. What I yeah. I know there's a sequel to it. There's a sequel that came out. Yeah, what is that? Uh, Fourteen years later. Yep. Um, but which is about the, their daughter. Yeah, and uh, I always wanted to like be a spoiler and like run into the movie and be like, she gets married and like just like ruin it for everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like it's called My Big Fat Greek Life. Oh, yeah, My Big Fat Greek Life, which uh, was expensive to make one. 
Um, but two, um, there was some backlash to it because Ian wasn't in it. I, I it had a different hus- a different husband. Like the character Ian or the person who played Ian? The person who played Ian. Okay, but it's still Ian. And the if in the world of in canon, yeah, I'm not still- sure if it's Ian. I don't even know if they go that far if they mention it because he was contracted to do Lucky. I don't know if you remember that one. No. Yeah, he got contracted to do that. So My Big Fat Greek Life, it came out in 2003 and ended in 2003. Oh, was it a TV show? Yeah, it was a TV show. Oh. Yeah, so it's most of the same cast. So Nikki's in it. Uh, Nia's in it. Is Joey in it? Uh, yeah, Joey Fatone was oh, in it. A lot dude. of them were probably spots. Um, but yeah, John, uh, Michael Constantine, Vula, Nick. It's mostly the same cast. And if you're looking at it, you're just like, Huh, where's Ian? And no, it's a dude, Steven Eckholt, uh, who plays Thomas Miller. Um, yeah. So he... What? Yeah. And he... Uh, and it's Ian Miller. So I, in all honesty, I've never seen it. I've never seen a trailer. Um, but it got some backlash because they were like, it's almost everybody. Except... But yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crucial. So, like, I, I, I don't know what to like relate it to because, like, I've never seen something go have a successful run, except maybe like Star Wars: The Clone Wars, like to go from a uh, a major motion picture, oh, to to a bad TV to show. a sitcom. Yeah, because like Buffy the Vampire Slayer had a really terrible movie. Yeah, and that turned into a very successful two technically successful TV shows. Yeah, so it it's interesting. Because this was a beloved movie. If we're going to start getting into numbers, this is a very... It's the highest grossing rom-com still to this date. Let's brawl those numbers. So the budget was $5 million. Budget was $5 million. Which is very cheap for a movie. Um, and that's what makes it indie. So keep in mind, it's Playtone and Gold Circle. Playtone is Tom Hanks's production company. Oh, okay. Um, and let's see here. Yeah, so the budget was $5 million, and James, do you want to take a crack at a guess? You God, know... That is so much money. Uh, $134 million. We're going to double it. What? Yeah. What? They made $368,744,044. Whoa, worldwide. dude. Yeah. So for $5 million, and if I'm not mistaken, they also went to court because the production company Goldring wasn't paying everybody enough. Of what they oh, were making. That's messed up. Man. Yeah. And they said uh, what they called it was like Hollywood accounting, which no. I guess is a way of saying they we were just. stole they, your money? Yeah. They pocketed way too much. Everybody but. Uh, God, God, I can't why can't I remember her name. I'm so sorry. Nia. Nia Vardalos. She had a separate contract because she was also the writer. Right. Um. So, but yeah, the entire cast. That's a lot. <laughs> the entire cast. But like, there's so much. What I love about this is she's still. A homegrown filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what? Um, there's like little qu- little things that she does. Like the entire uh, wedding in the wedding scene. Yeah. Everybody on the bride side oh, is, her fam- was, is her real family. That was really. Yeah. Oh damn, that's awesome. Yeah. So like that's kind of cool. That that's like she's like, hey, you want y'all want to be in my movie? And you know everybody said yes. Yeah. Like yeah, cousins, yeah. aunts, uncles, everybody said yes and showed up. But that's like in her fake wedding, everybody is that's in. That's fantastic. And, and like you learn like the rituals and everything, like you know the the first steps mm-hmm. as as husband and wife. And 
I, I think oh God, there's so many good lines in this movie. I'm like, I don't want to overgo anything because like nah, the bunt cake lines. Yeah. Oh, uh, the bunt cake line. Like it, they make it a thing. Like she, she brings. She's <laughs> like, oh, the cake. cake. Yeah. Like they make it a huge thing. When like the uh, Ian's mother brings a house, you know, a party gift, and it's a bunt cake. I I still don't know what that is. A bunt cake. A bunt cake can be anything. It's usually like nowadays it's anything, but before I think it was like usually like a pound cake. Oh, okay, um, okay. Or okay. Uh, like a spice cake. Usually yeah. came like bunt cake molds, but nowadays you can just throw like confetti cake or whatever kind of cake in there. I Nothing gotcha. bunt cakes. If you've never have tried it, dude, that's a that's a primo place. It's great. All right. All right. But yeah, she just like hands a little uh, homemade bunt cake. And the mom just like it's still, yeah. It stops like the whole world stops. She goes, "What is it?" <laughs> yeah, because it's not like I have disrespect. It's just them trying to process yeah. what's in front of them. Like they don't know. They're not being rude. Like that's the thing. They're not rude. They're just yeah. like, "What is it?" And like the mother's getting frustrated because, like, I think anybody would like it. It's such a it's a cake. Well, and like. They're so outnumbered. Yeah. So in that part, like their lizard brains are just activating, firing off. Like we're so not going to win. So yeah. much danger. <laughs> and, and the mom just keeps saying it's a bunt. And she, the, the way she like, she did some great work too. Ian's mom, the way she keeps yeah. saying it, a, a bunt, bunt. And like the, and both the two lizard moms just like, like bunt, but like bun, bun and bun. Oh, bun cake. Oh, it's a cake. <laughs> So good. And, and then she comes back with a plant in the middle of the bunt cake. And she's like, I fixed the cake. And uh, it, it's just those little lines that make it wholesome and sweet yeah. and make life, you know, worth real. And, and yeah, and worth living. And it's just, it, it kind of shows you like this emergence of this crazy, what, and, and that's kind of what the movie mm-hmm. has been about this whole time. It's just yeah. this. This convergence of, of, of different ideas. Yeah. And I'm doing too much hand work no, keep for, a doing po- for a podcast. Do it, dude. Do what you need to do. And, and yeah, it's they helping you it. visualize. They yeah. feel it. They feel the energy with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh Joey Fatone was in it. Uh he was also in my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, which was not as successful. Um mm. I'm not sure why. Um it doesn't help that probably it came out 14 years later. Also, like that movie felt very early 2000s. Yeah. Right? Like, And that's what's charming about it now. Yes. And like, that, I don't think that works today because people are just too darn cynical now. Like, people don't want to see a genuine thing. They want to see something that has a little bite to it. They want, they want distance. If, if that movie was a hug, they want distance. They want a wave. And that's what movies feel like now. It's just like poking at a thing with a giant stick where like that movie was just a giant embrace of like, hey, look at look at this love. It's beautiful. Look at this story. Yeah, uh, yeah the people are just really cynical now. And I think that's why the yeah. story can't be told. It's a different it's it's weird how we've evolved as a culture. Yeah, well, evolved years. is well, a we've, uh, interesting word. Yeah, because evolved Change. means growth. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, shifted our views. Yeah, in such a short time. Or even shifted our tastes, rather. Yeah, in a very short time. And I think that comes with the rise of technology, because yeah. we can isolate ourselves a lot more. And, I mean, it's so easy to do confirmation bias now. Like, oh, I believe this thing. I don't have to do any thinking because here are five things that agree with me. Yeah. It's like, 
anyway, I think the world just feels like a more cynical place. And I think that's partially why I love this movie is like it's sweet. Yeah, it's not cynical. It's just genuine. Yeah. <sighs> and, and like I, I think one of the charming moments at the end where like you learn that the convergence, I guess if you want to say that, like the, yeah. they're together. Yeah. Is when they're in the the limo mm-hmm. leaving from the wedding to the from the ceremony to the reception reception and like she was real panicky that mm-hmm. that morning of the wedding cuz she she had a huge yeah. zit. Yeah. And they yeah. got they just covered up with normal makeup and Ian's like, "Huh, I I did too actually." Okay. And it's on the other side. Yeah. And, and they, they, if they complete it's they have zits on. The, and she's like, "Wait, but it's gone." He's like, "Yeah, I put some Windex on it." <laughs> oh, that's such a great callback. And and he's just like genuine enough where you're like wait like is the dad like real like is it right like and and it's just so cute and charming that you're like that's that's just where you're like okay yeah i i'm i'm comfortable where they're at they're you know they're married like that confirmed they're married Mm -hmm. and at the the reception it's just which was another fun fact is that they weren't doing the proper like greek wedding dance Mm. Um, because the whole uh, cast was just exhausted. Oh no! And they were just like, no, we'll just just <laughs> move fair. move the camera, and we'll do this in post. That's like, fair. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. Like, I mean, you, God knows how many takes they finally did, and they're just like, no, we'll just we'll just do it in post. Yeah. And at at a very cute moment is when the dad gives a speech, and he's still being a dad. You know, mm-hmm. give me any Greek that, word. That oranges and apples. Yeah. 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 And. The oh man, I totally forgot about the mom, Rodney and Harry Miller. Oh yeah, my mom's Harriet, name is Harriet. Harriet. <laughs> ah, she won't notice. And then they the call dad. back because the dad's like, "Come on, Harry." When they get up to dance, come on, Harry, and they just do it. It's so good, so good. But yeah, at the end, uh, you know, the dad's been the tough one the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's been, mm-hmm. he's not bending. Yeah, and and finally, you know. You know, he gives a wonderful speech and he gives a gift. Yep. And yep. they they bought him a house. They yeah. bought the family a house, which is right, right next, next door. door. <laughs> which and I, I actually talked to my therapist about it. I was like, Yeah, we're gonna be doing uh my big fat Greek wedding. She was like, Oh my god, I'm Greek. Do you know how loud me and my nine aunts screamed when, <laughs> in that part of the movie? When she, she was like, I bet it's right next door. And they come out and it's right next door. She was like, because I'm the same way. Like in Connecticut, we all have like six rows of houses down the same block. That's and great. I'm like, wow, I, d- I didn't know that you could plan things like that. But that's fantastic. And it, it's just, you know, that real moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the last couple of lines is the daughter's like, why can't I go to brownies? Yeah. And she's like, because Greek school is important. Yeah. And, and it's that, you know, a, full a, circle, full circle. She's accepted her heritage. The annoying shit your parents said you did when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do it, too. Yeah. And, and that was a really charming moment that uh, I think is really important. And real quick. Yeah, we didn't touch too much on the fact that it is an indie film. Oh, yeah, it is an indie film. It I'm, was made with five million dollars. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you which how is much astounding. Of an indie, yeah. Um. Kenny brought up the argument because we're we're keeping attacking the the group chat. Um, I've not been checking it. That this is pro- I'm gonna say it's probably one of the top five indie films. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He brought up Blair Witch. Blair Witch and Paramor- Paranormal Activity. Yeah. yeah. Um. The only other ones I can think of off the top of my head is Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I've not heard of it. Uh, it's Robert Rodriguez. Uh, he actually edited at uh, Austin Public. 
Yeah. Oh. If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, that's yeah. the movie. Okay. Yeah, he did I, that in the editing lab. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I, I've heard so many stories of that, but I for, always forgot which movie it was for. Which it was for. Which, and, by the uh, way, he's so great. Like, oh, yeah. He's, I love his philosophy of, like, you have 50 shitty movies. You just need to get rid of them. Yeah. And combined with, like, the Mark, the Duplass brothers, which is just like, yeah, just keep making stuff and you'll get better. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that idea of just just make a movie. Yeah. That's all. And, yeah. and he's, in all honesty, I'd probably say the king of that. Oh. Because his 100%. dollies were an HEB cart. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. he used, like, an, a cassette player for his recording. Yeah. For his audio. So, and if you don't know, anybody out there, if you don't know how much of a pain in the ass audio already is, mm, yeah, I'm, and oh. to stack that with an, a cassette player, you're you're wild. Like, yeah. that's, that's so crazy. I, I kind of want to put that in there yeah. for the top five, but this also won an Oscar. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, best original screenplay. And that's nice. all, that's, that's all awesome. neat. Yeah. That, that's, that's, awesome. that's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, and I think I'm trying to think who else I'd put in my top five. That uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's tough when you start getting the indie. Yeah, because you're like, is that really indie? And you're like, there's so many indie things too. And it's like, is it indie for the sake of being indie? Right, like, it, right. it's too too much. Yeah. But this is a true indie. Yeah, five million dollar budget, one writer, um, and it it's story of coming about is just dope honestly man i think this embodies so much of we of what we try to promote with our podcast yeah which is like because the movie doesn't bash anyone yeah it self-deprecates a little bit but that's but there's only growth to, to realize it. yeah only to realize like you accept yourself and love yourself so this you know what i'm gonna say it that this is our official movie of shame watch yeah. one of our official movies that embody the shame watch spirit so it had a 25 uh, rating from um, uh, Entertainment Weekly. They're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. And I kind of kind of don't agree with the Rotten Tomato, but so keeping in the faith, uh, what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is? We're trying to game out. Uh, 43%. No, actually, uh, 76. Whoa. Metacritic gave it 62, 6.6 on IMDb. What do you give it? Okay, so, oh, IMDb? Uh, I think it was like 6.6. .6. Yeah, but I, what, what do you give it on your scale? Oh, on mine personally, uh, I give it a four. Four, okay. Uh, five stars. Now I'm using the letterbox scale because that, that's why yeah. I have now. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, four out of five stars. Um, only because some parts kind of dragged for me, but otherwise, I love this movie. Let me see if I can get Kenny's score. Uh, for me, I do the number system. I, I want. I'm gonna say an eighty-nine. Sure. And I'm trying really like because it, it's almost an, an A. It's almost an A. Yeah. And the thing is, because like I don't know if I can watch it every day. Yeah, that's part of my thing too. Is like th that's what makes it like I can only watch this a couple times. Like I'm glad I watched it. It's right. a great experience, but there's not a lot of rewatchability. I, I got to be in the mood for it. Yep. Um, yep. it's got to be something that um, I like. It was real easy to turn on because I hadn't watched it in a while. Yeah, it was real easy to just be like, "Oh yeah, sweet, we're we're doing my big fat Greek wedding. I can talk about this all day, um, cool." And but after that, I was like, ah, I'll, "I'll give it a few months." And it's not that it's a bad movie; it's just that it's so rich. Yeah, and there's just so much to it, and there's there's so much, you know, they they put so much thought into every little thing, like like when the mother is you know f fighting with the father, so like mm -hmm. just let her get married. She, 
uh, Tula goes to stand outside, and the goddess of the statue of the goddess of love is behind her. Aphrodite. Aphrodite is standing right behind her. Yeah. And you know, it's those small little moments where you're just like, they put some real care. Yeah. Everything was intentional yes. in this film, and, and you can feel it. People always say that, but with this one, you're like, I'm, yeah. People say it, but never believe it. But you right. can believe it with this one. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think an 89 is fair. Four star is fair. Yeah. It's one of those, like, yeah, because Kenny does that, you know, where I, I probably can't, like, like Hot Fuzz, I could watch every day of the week. I mean, any Edgar right? Yeah, it's Scott fantastic. Pilgrim, I'm going to yeah. watch that every day of the week. With this, I'm like, ah, maybe every two months? Because it's just so rich. It's just, they put so much thought into it. It's like, I don't want to be oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think Kenny's already uh, watching the documentary, so uh, we can't get his rating right now. But I'm I'm thinking if I'm gonna guess Kenny's rating, I'm gonna mm. say a three. I'm gonna guess it's a four. Four? You thinking it's four? Yeah. I I, I want it to be a four. I'm gonna think it's a three. That's fair. I'm gonna think it's a three. I think because well, Kenny also loves love, so That's I think true. he's gonna gush at it. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna get to four then. You you swayed me. You swayed me. <laughs> Watch, this is gonna be a five. Uh, I wonder if like it might be. Four. Yeah, it might be a five. Yeah. So yeah, that's been the 2002 My Big Fat Creek Wedding. Yep. Uh, Aaron, when can, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Laughing Panda on Twitter. It's Laughing Panda Five. Um, Facebook, Aaron Salinas, YouTube, Austin Amateurs, Letterboxd account, Laughing Panda. Um, do I have any shows coming up? No, I have a show. I uh, no, I don't have any shows coming up. Um, but yeah, James, where can we find you? Tough at Ghost on Instagram and Twitter. Those are my personal ones, and of course, I own and operate Flat Films, the soon-to-be film production company. Uh, I know Kenny does a lot of bits where you can say you can find content on our website, but we are going to be in a, a real company. My hope is by the end of this year, um, which hopefully means I can pay people, Yay. which would be lovely. But yeah, uh, it's becoming a real thing, and I'm excited. All right, right on. Oh, uh, we have to thank Denise for uh, making... Rockin jam- uh, jam- jam- our Rockin' Jams. There you go. There we go. You got it. And uh, who, James Garcia for yep. our dope artwork. Yeah. Um, everybody who's gotten us this far, um, Kenny, we missed you. Kenny, I miss you. Enjoy Aaron the misses you. Enjoy the documentary. Though. Yeah, it sounds fun. Love you too. Um, hey, rate and review, please, and subscribe, and subscribe. All those good stuffs. Um, we will we will read your review on air and We're tell not us above what, it. Tell us what you like about it. Tell us what movies you want us to do. Also, uh, tell us what you hate. Yeah. We got a lot of things going on. We got a lot of things coming up. Oh, that reminds me. Someone gave us a, a suggestion. Uh, oh. They want us to watch Pacific Rim. I can do that. Which is very on brand. That, that, that's that, on brand. That is a big old shame wash movie. I feel like I could defend it, but there'd be a lot of... Uh, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> Listen, it's fun. We'll save that for another episode. We, we, got, we got some great things planned for you guys. We got... We, I think we can kind of say we kind of have a sponsor... In a way that you, you, you find out more about uh, in Soon. the coming episodes. Soon. So thank oh. you for tuning in for It's Gonna Be May. And we we have to do so much in preparation for that. We have a lot of things to do, guys, and we're not panicking just yet. We're probably going to wake the week before, but we're panicking. Ah, ah, goodbye, so everyone.